episode number two of the Preacher's Devo podcast. The Preacher's Devo podcast, as implied by its title, is designed for those seeking some devotional thought on certain biblical truths and doctrines of the faith. Together, we are going to walk through the Heidelberg Catechism and its set of 52 what are called Lord's Days. As mentioned in my introductory episode and in episode number one, I have picked the Heidelberg Catechism for its easy-to-follow structure. The Heidelberg Catechism consists of 129 questions and answers. In this episode, we will explore the Lord's Day number two. Lord's Day number two begins with a question. From where do you know your misery? If you listen to episode number one, you may recall the question that was asked, or one of them. How many things are necessary for you to know that in this comfort you may live and die happily? The answer is three things. First, the greatness of my sin and misery. Second, how I am redeemed from all my sins and misery. And third, how I am to be thankful to God for such redemption. That is why the Lord's Day number two begins with this question. From where do you know your misery? The answer is simple. The answer is from the law of God, which begs another question. What is the law of God? Clearly, the law of God is his word, but specifically in his word, the law has to do with the Levitical law in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, Paul alludes to this law, and he asks also a set of questions, and he makes some statements that are really profound related to such law. In Romans 3.20, Paul says, Therefore, by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. Yet again, in Romans chapter 7, verse 7, Paul says, What shall we say then? Is the law sin? Certainly not. On the contrary, I would not have known sin except through the law. What a profound statement. Paul is saying that the law has been given to God's people to reveal our sinfulness. The law does not save, but the law does reveal what we need to be saved from, namely, our sin. Paul further says in the same chapter of Romans, in chapter 7, verse 13, But how can that be? Did the law which is good cause my death? Of course not. Sin used what was good to bring about my condemnation to death. So we can see how terrible sin really is. Again, the purpose of the law revealing how terrible our misery is because of sin. Which then leads us to the second question, Lord's Day number two. What does the law of God require of us? This is a profound question to which a profound answer is given, drawing us to the reality of Matthew chapter 22, when Jesus Christ himself is asked of what is the sum of all of the law. The Heidelberg Catechism answers this way, Christ teaches us in sum, Matthew 22, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all of the law and the prophets. Well, let's dissect Jesus' answer to the Pharisees. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. What we must understand is that Jesus' answer is not given to the Pharisees and to us in a vacuum. Interesting fact, 
Jesus' answer to the Pharisees appears in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. The answer is drawn from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4-9, through 9, which is known as the Great Shema. In the Gospel, Jesus is alluding to this pericope in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4-9, through 9, but more specifically, verses 4-6. through 6. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I commend you today shall be upon your heart. Note here the emphasis on loving God and second, that our hearts may be transformed. Back to Matthew chapter 22, notice that there are two emphases. Emphasis number one, loving the Lord our God with all our heart, all our soul, and with all our mind. And another emphasis to loving our neighbor. Paul puts it in Galatians 5.14 this way, For all the laws fulfilled in one word, even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. We can conclude from this that the Old Testament, or as some call it, the Hebrew Bible, really truly has one purpose in mind, that God's people would love Him. Keeping the law is definitely important. It is actually good for us. It is good for God's people to keep God's law. For the law has been given not only to reveal sin, but also to give us the boundaries for which we must behave. And further, to display the holiness of God. So at this juncture, we ask, Can I truly keep the law perfectly? Well, that leads us to the final question for Lord's Day number 2. Can you keep all this perfectly? The answer is a resounding no. It is a resounding no because we are prone by nature to hate God and to hate neighbor. Romans 3, 10 and 12 says, There is none righteous, not even one. There is none who understands. There is none who seeks after God. For they all have turned aside. They have together become unprofitable. There is none who does good. No, not one. The answer to this third question in Lord's Day number 2 really gives us an idea of the fact that we as sinners are prone by nature to hate God. In light of this, a song, a classic hymn, comes to mind. Prone to wonder, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Take my heart, O. Oh. The answer to the third question in Lord's Day number 3 says that we are prone by nature to hate God. Here comes to mind that great hymn, Come Thy Fount of Every Blessing. The answer to this third question in Lord's Day number 2 states, For I am prone by nature to hate God. Here bears to mind the great hymn, Come Thy Fount of Every Blessing. In the final stanza it says, Prone to wonder, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God that I love. That is certainly the struggle for anyone who is a Christ follower, is that we are often challenged by our sin to love God and turn our affections to something else or someone else other than God. That is the struggle of the believer because we live in the fallen world and our flesh is weak. But now the law compels us to live differently. Paul says in Ephesians 2.3, Among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. The reality of the believer is that we are no longer to live 
according to our flesh, but according to the Spirit. Romans 8, Romans 10, and other chapters in the Bible tells us that we are to live by the Spirit, not the flesh. So what are we to do in light of what Lord's Day number two is communicating to us today? First of all, we are not to forget that we are to live accordingly to God's standards, the standards that He has set to us in His law and the Scripture. So that way we may fulfill it and be actually able to obey Him in the way that He has designed us to. The key really is in the word love. We are to love God first and to love others second. And we do so out of the thankfulness of our hearts for a God who redeemed us from our sin and redeemed us to righteousness, to live according to His standards, which are good for us. There is a line in the final stanza of the hymn, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing, that has been forgotten by many in recent times. These are the last words of the hymn, which contain insightful content and remind us first of our original state, and then what we should now do since we have been redeemed by our Savior, Jesus. It states, Rescued thus from sin and danger, purchased by the Savior's blood, may I walk on earth a stranger as a son and heir of God. May that be true in your life and my life this week as we walk with Jesus. Again, I am your host, Daniel Messina. Until our next podcast, stay encouraged, encourage others, and keep growing in Christ. Feel free to share this podcast with your friends and family. See you next time, and God bless.